Welcome to The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Twice a week, we share stories, interviews, and tips to help you lead a more positive, authentic, and abundant life. We know the power to make this happen lies within you. Are you ready? Let's go. This is season five, episode 359 of the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We're glad you joined us again. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Hi, hi. This is our midweek. You know it. Bam, I pulled that off. First Take time. One. So proud of you. <laughs> so proud of you. All right, so let's check in. So the challenge for this week is... For you guys to check in with your significant other and see where their rating is for the day when they come home. See how much help you need to be. If you hadn't listened to the uh, podcast, please go back and listen to it because we explained to you guys and you brought up a good point that a couple had a uh, saying that they said when they walked in the door, hey, I'm only at 20% this evening. I need you to pick up the other 80. Mm -hmm. So the challenge was for you guys to check in with your partner when you get home from work just to see. Number one, if you can look at them and tell, you know, what percentage is left in them after a full day of work and then ask them, where are you at? That way you'll know how much, you know, input you need to have and and vice versa, you know, vice versa for you. Same thing. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so we're going to be heading down to the Valley this coming weekend. I'm very excited. Nice little extra super long weekend down in the Valley to kind of chill a little bit. Um, did you talk to Robert this week at all? Yep. yep. Well, we kind of didn't get to talk for almost, uh, I think four or five days. So when we finally did catch up with each other, we were on the phone for about an hour and a half. Wow. So it was just a, just idle, you know, man things, idle chit chat. Man chat. Yeah, man chat. Checking on what he had going on and, you know, the fact that they're running out of room out there. Yeah. But he was able to throw a joke to me. I do appreciate his consistency with the jokes. Yes. Okay. So if I'm ever feeling down, I just type, yo are the best into Google. Then it responds. Yo are the best? Yo are the best. Okay. I hear, okay. It's coming. Okay. Google's response is, I think you mean you are the best. Oh. And I feel so much better. There you go. <laughs> Good one, Robert. I like it. Very positive. Well, yeehaw, it's time for another edition of Jimmy's Corner. That's right. Live and learn and pass it on by Papa H. No, H. Yeah. Jackson Brown Jr. <laughs> oh, my word. Here we go again. <laughs> Not to be confused with Papa H. Jackson Brown Sr. <laughs> Thank you for getting that right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, you want me, you want me so. to pick up the no, pieces I'm, here? I'm, roll, rock yes, and roll please. with it? Yes. All right. Let me see if I can salvage this segment. I've learned that. After you retire, you spend half of your time looking for things that you lost, age Mm. 74. I've learned that making sure my best friend is happy is as important as making sure that I'm happy, age Mm. 19. I like that. Okay. I've learned that there is no feeling quite so nice as your child's hand in yours, age 37. Mm. I've learned that a shoeshine box made by my eight-year-old son at Vacation Bible School is my most prized possession. Age 42. I've learned that when you're in love, you always have something to talk about. Age 20. Is that why we never run out of stuff to talk well, about? Well, I mean, there we have we have seasons where we we don't need to talk, and then I other ones say where moments, moments, 
times in our lives where yeah. we like, you know, we've driven almost all the way to Florida and not had a whole like lot to talk about before. Yeah, either. that's true. I've learned that if you have a job without any problems, you don't have much of a job. Mm. Age 35. Mm. And that's another edition of Jimmy's Corner. That's right, people. So with that fine piece of, <laughs> of work, Good Lord. what words of wisdom do you have for us today? So it, so something like sprung to mind. So I, since I got the house all straight for selling and everything, I didn't have as much on my plate day to day. And so I was looking for stuff to do. So I started taking some classes online. And then I also started another hobby, which is making bread. Yum, yum. So yes. So here's the thing. It, not a hobby doesn't always have to last for forever. Sometimes a hobby is just there to give you some skills, some fun, some whatever for a short period of time. And that's okay. I used to think that if I started something, I had to maintain it for forever and ever and ever. And the older I've gotten, the more I've realized sometimes hobbies, just like people come into your, your life for a reason at that time. And they're only meant to be there for a short period of time. And then it's time for you to move on to something else. Absolutely. And if something is, is true to your soul, it will naturally progress and keep going. Or if you let it go for a while, pick it back up. It's like you never left it, you know, especially those things that stick to you that are really good. And and for me, fishing happens to be one of those, you know, picked mm-hmm. it up as a hobby as a, as a young kid. Then didn't go for a long time. Same thing with motorcycle riding. I didn't do that for nine or 10 years and then jumped back on it. And it was like I never left. But you're, you're absolutely right. You know, and sometimes we beat ourselves up thinking that, hey, I picked up this hobby and, you know, I've got to I've got to be true to this thing 150 percent of the time. And then it turns not turns out not to be fun anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. And right now, my biggest concern about making the sourdough bread is when we go to go on our cruise for two weeks. Jimmy, you're going to have to learn how to feed my starter. <laughs> Because you have a live starter. I do have a live starter. Jimmy, don't kill my starter. And it's like taking care of a plant. I mean, it's, it has to be fed. It has to be, you know, maintained every, couple every days, two days. Every so. couple days. Yep. It's not hard, Jimmy. I promise. <laughs> it's not hard. Anyway. So, yeah. So, that's just, it just kind of dawned on me. Like, you know what? Let the hobby, let the time, let the thing that you're working on that is in your moment, in your life for this moment, let it run its course. And then when it no longer fits the bill anymore, it's like when your kids are younger and they're into all of these sports, you got to take the time to really relish all the stuff that they're doing, all the running around are doing, because I'm going to tell you what, one day they hit high school and they're either driving themselves or they've graduated or they stop those sports or they stop those activities. And then it is no more. And then what? Well, <laughs> then you figure out what you want to do. Absolutely. And you figure out the things that maybe you put on hold. So anyway, I like it. Yep. So anyway, have a great rest of your week. Make sure that you are in our Facebook group, The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike, and make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And give us a five-star rating. We'll chat with you guys again on Monday. Until then, be kind, be well, and... Until next time, choose positivity, my friends.